Welcome to the Artwork of You, the podcast where your life is the canvas and you are the masterpiece. I'm your host, Lori Guin, and together we'll explore creativity, self-awareness, mindset, goal strategy, and the importance of accountability so that you can paint your life's portrait with confidence and ease. Remember, in the gallery of life, you're not just a spectator, you are the art. So let's grab our brushes and start creating the masterpiece that is you. Hello, my friends. I am so glad that you are here with me today because today I want to talk about copying, self-doubt, competition, and collaboration. So first, I want to talk about copying. There are a lot of artists out there who teach workshops and classes that will demonstrate their style and their techniques. And you can often tell when someone's taken one of these classes or workshops because their work will look very similar to the work of the original artist. And of course, this is natural. And I believe it's intentional because, you know, the best way to learn something is often by copying it and practicing it. It's kind of like when we were younger and we learned how to write in in cursive. Fun fact, when I was homeschooling my youngest daughter, I never taught her how to write in cursive. She's in college now. She's doing all right. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so getting back to that, in my opinion, then it's The intention then is that eventually you'll evolve and you'll develop your own style and your own techniques as an artist. And you'll see this also in the entrepreneurial space. You'll see business owners out there that will teach you how they created their business. So whether it's maybe, uh, say, for example, an Amazon dropshipping or Kindle writing, or maybe it's a course on podcasting, somebody will teach you their specific methods of how they created their own successful business. And again, eventually you learn that and then you go on to create your own style and your own way of doing business. And then there's another type of copying. And that's when it's an intentionally done without permission and it's presented as your own. And I've been having some experience with that recently. There was one particular time a few months ago that another artist copied not my art, but my words. It was an Instagram post to be specific. And she copied word for word my post. And when I first read it, I was like, wait a minute, that sounds kind of familiar. And so I went back and looked at my post and yeah, it was word for word. It was not similar. I don't know this person, but you know the way the universe works, I just happened to come across it and, and read it. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand that it's very common out there on the internet that people are sharing very similar ideas and thoughts, especially in the coaching and personal development world and also in the business world, right? Because we're all kind of teaching the same thing, but different. But that's different than copying someone else's voice or style and whether that's word for word or if it's subtle. And I believe the reason that often happens is because the person copying is not yet confident to put their own unique voice out into the world. And I think this is how competition arises a lot of the time. And so what can we do about it? Well, I want to give you some tips. And the first thing that I would offer, if you're the one being copied, you're already going to know this, but there's no one like you. And that's a good thing. So if somebody copies you, your words, your style, your message, you can just breathe a sigh of relief in knowing that you are uniquely you. And also in knowing that your essence is going to resonate uniquely with whoever it's meant to resonate with. And so although I don't agree with copying, 
And I know personally how frustrating it can be. I try not to get too upset by it. Now, on the other hand, if you're the one doing the copying, as I said, most likely I think it's because you're not yet confident enough to put your own unique self out into the world because you don't trust that you'll measure up. So what I would encourage you to do is to do a deep dive into self-awareness work. And I know I talked last episode about self-awareness and how it's a precursor for goal setting, but I actually really think it's a precursor for nearly everything. So one way that you can engage with your inner critic is to have an internal dialogue. It'll really help to turn your self-doubt into more of a constructive force. So this involves acknowledging and understanding your inner critic rather than attempting to silence it. You want to delve into why your inner critic is even speaking up in the first place. Is it because of a fear of failure, maybe a desire for perfection? Maybe it's echoing some of your past criticisms. So when you recognize the sources, it'll help you to rationalize and quiet that self-doubt. But it's not just asking why it's there. You also want to know what experiences have fed it in the past, because this level of understanding really will help you to disarm all of these irrational thoughts, and it will help you to reframe them. Think of self-doubt kind of like an internal compass, in that sometimes it points toward our fears instead of toward our true north. It's like a combination of maybe your personal setbacks, cultural narratives, childhood experiences, and really just our innate human instinct that we have to seek safety and avoid risk. So when we view self-doubt more as a protective measure, you'll notice its role changes. It becomes less of an adversary and more of a kind of like a misdirected guide, you could say. And by acknowledging this, you can start that dialogue with your doubts, not, as I said, to silence them, but to understand their origin and then gently direct them towards more positivity and encouragement. And again, on another episode, I spoke about how I experienced that firsthand when those feelings of unworthiness came up at the event that I was at. And once I really got curious about why I was feeling that way, it almost immediately dissipated. Now, not 100%, of course, but so much of it just dissipated just by becoming aware of it. And I believe that as you gain a truer understanding of yourself, you're not only less likely to want to copy others, but you're also less likely to view them as competition. And soon enough, you'll begin to look for ways to collaborate with those you might have otherwise thought were your competition. And I can tell you that collaboration is a beautiful way to support yourself and others. And recently, in that spirit of collaboration, something that I did personally I decided to create a mastermind group with myself and four other amazing women. I was seeking a place to collaborate and not compete, a place to support and encourage and learn and share with other women entrepreneurs. And I knew that if I was seeking that, then most likely others were too. So I decided to make it happen and just create it myself. And I can't wait to see how it evolves. It's so far so good. It's going great. So I'll leave you with this. Remember, anytime you're feeling the urge to copy someone, whether it's directly or indirectly, don't shame yourself. Know that it's most likely coming from self-doubt and then just get curious about it because the world needs what you have to offer. That's why you're here. That's a wrap for today, my friends. Thank you for sharing your time with me. And remember to show up in your life like the masterpiece you are because you are the artwork. Please subscribe and leave a five-star review. Have a fabulous day.